Welcome to Outwitting the Manipulator, the podcast that gives you powerful techniques to protect yourself as a manipulation is taking place. Now here are your hosts, authors, and communication experts, Robin Galinsky and Dr. Dennis Becker. Good day, everyone. This is Robin here with Dennis. Uh, Today's episode, we're going to talk about the contextual tactics of the manipulator and their use of surrogates. And I have Dennis here with me. What do you think about this topic, Dennis? Oh, come on. This is a topic that pervades every topic that we have talked about, every tactic. We're talking about context now. We'll get to the surrogate part in a couple of minutes. But the context part is, it is, well, let's put it this way. You cannot not have context in the process of manipulation. It's there. It's used all the time by your manipulator. Now, sometimes they depend more on it than anything else. Context is means all of those things that are happening around you, all of those people who are around you, uh, all oh. of the elements of of everything from air to noise that's around you. Go ahead, Rob. What we well, say? we're going to talk about two aspects of it. Yeah. One is the orchestration, right? The pre-planning well, yeah. of the context. And the other is leverage where they just use, yeah. use what's happening. Yeah. We'll that's give the you point. examples it's, as it's well. It's what's happening. That's exactly what we mean by context. But the orchestration but, is different because that's pre-planned. Yes. Now there are two different parts of that. Now remember when we talk about these two different parts, orchestration and leverage, when we talk about them, we're still talking about everything that is surrounding you mm-hmm. in the moment. So uh, it's important for you to recognize that it's, it, this is going to sound strong, but it's not about you. Well, it is about you, but it's about the use of other things to get to you. Well, I think this is the most sneaky thing too, Dennis, because you, this is something, trust me, you can't unhear this episode. Mm -hmm. This is the the type of things we're going to talk about here are things that you're probably have most likely been oblivious to because Mm -hmm. you just can't imagine the way Mm -hmm. the manipulator thinks Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they think differently. And we're trying to open that door so that you can't unknow it. So when it's happening, you'll see it. And this, yep. this is some of the harder things to recognize the orchestration and the leverage. Yeah. So we'll go into each one separately, but remember, as we're going through this, we're talking about every emphasis on thing, everything. And by that, I mean, literally everything around you are surrounding the, the, uh, at the moment of the momentum that's being controlled by the manipulator. It's the it's where you're located. It's who's present with you. It's the air we're experiencing. I mean, literally now, you think this doesn't relate. We'll show you how. But it's the noise. It's the way you're sitting or standing. It's where you are. It's it just it's everything. And we'll get into yes. it in, in more specific detail. And they do it in two ways. One is orchestration and, and one is leverage. So let's, let's look so, at these separately. So let's define orchestration. Yes. The planning and setup of the context to suit the particular tactic used in deliberate manipulation. So here's three examples, potential examples. Uh, Proposing an idea or a situation so publicly that potential embarrassment prevents logical decision-making. When have you seen this done? This is... 
Yeah, they're using the the fact that it's public and there are people around and there's a time yes. and a place and all that. They're using they have orchestrated that the manipulation is going to take place in this particular public situation. This okay. could be a marriage proposal. So Ooh. have you ever seen somebody being publicly proposed to and you see a look on the woman's face like oh yeah, but no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But she but it's so public, she's in a spot. Mm -hmm. She can't say oh mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah. it's it could be again, don't think it's nefarious. It could look on the surface as something wonderful. This mm -hmm. is why we're saying it's very sneaky. Yeah, um, yeah. Placing an object in plain view for you to find and then pretending it was a mistake or feigning a lack of awareness. Well, I've seen I've seen this used even in business settings Absolutely. where someone will sort of a competitor's um, proposal accidentally leave that proposal on the desk. Oh, I'm put that away. Oh, I was Yeah, you don't have to see that. Yeah, that's not that's not important. But you've already seen it. Too mm -hmm. late. It was done. And guess what they're watching? Very, your very reaction. closely. Yeah. Your nonverbal reaction. Non reaction. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they're looking for their tell. This is why you have to get very good at controlling your nonverbal as well, because that gives them so much information. Remember, it's all a game to them. It's what a game. The, what was the one, Robin? Maybe I'm getting this wrong. What was the one you used to give about finding something in the backseat of the car? Oh, like a bra. Oh, a bra yeah. in, you know, like <laughs> you're dating someone and you're in the early <laughs> stages or something, and they'll leave like another girl's bra in the back seat just to make you jealous. That that a manipulator <laughs> really gets glee from that, like mm -hmm. watching you feel nervous, anxious. Remember, it's not about it's it's about control. They yeah. they want to control your emotions. Always. So making you feel bad gives them a rush. Yep. 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 In um, the moment, in the moment, it might be may not be huge control over what you're doing or saying, but even that slight feeling of oh or anger, boom, that was control. That's what they wanted yep. in that moment. And it looks innocent. They make it look yeah. innocent, natural. I mean, I'm thinking of uh <laughs> My ex-husband did a lot of games like this when mm -hmm. he picked up my daughter when she was in junior high school. He would have something on the seat of the car he wanted her to tell me about to upset oh. me. Mm -hmm. And we would laugh, remember, Dennis, because we, we were like, oh, yeah, mm -hmm. not, you know, not very subtle. We get yeah. it. This is called orchestration. They've actually yes. planned it that way. They've carefully placed the thing or they've carefully set the timing and the location. And a really simple thing is letting you overhear something that that they they act like you shouldn't hear. So they they whisper loudly or they they make you anxious or nervous because they're texting something. And it's so there's so many ways. Right. It's limitless, yeah. but it's yeah, yeah. it's planned. And what you want to notice is the pattern you want to take a note and really note note taking is very important in the process of recognizing manipulation. You know, Robin, we haven't been emphasizing that en enough, I think, throughout all of the episodes. Note-taking is a really important thing for you to do. Because you'll so second-guess yourself. Yeah. Later on, you'll say, nah, maybe I was wrong about that. Write it down. Yes, it write it down. Note. Date, time, place, Yep. and what happened, and just tuck it away and go back to it later. Yep. Because yep. over time, you're going to, not mm -hmm. too long of a time, probably, depending on the relationship and how often you see this person, mm -hmm. you will see a pattern 
And, that and boy, when will you allow see the pattern, you're that, empowered. There you go. That's exactly right. That pattern it gives you knowledge. It gives you some sense of how I should, how you can protect yourself from that particular pattern when it happens again, because it will happen again. But you've got to take notes to remind yourself because it's, it, listen, this is an emotional mix. This is really hard to go through. We know that. So taking notes and just making a jot of it, keeping it together somewhere is going to help you remember and identify the pattern, then know what particular technique is going to help you with that when it happens Anything again. Anything at all that seems odd or strange. And Dennis, I think you have a good example about, I think it's somebody who was a CEO or somebody who had the chair six, six inches lower. Like oh the person. my goodness. Yes. Yes. Well, we, we may all remember this. This was uh uh, I can even tell you who it was because it's been reported so many times. Admiral Rickover. Now, this is for many of you. You won't know these names. But this is, he was a guy who was the uh, uh, chief. I don't know what his head, technical title was, but he was the head of the Navy during the Second World War. Okay, this goes back a long way, but this is a classic example. Here's a guy who had a big. He was actually a very short guy. He's very short in stature. But he had a big office and a big desk in the middle of the office. Now, whatever that says to you, we're not talking about that. But uh, in front of his desk, he had a couple of chairs. And the people would come in to visit with him, and they sit in these two chairs in front of him. He took about an inch off of the front legs of the chairs. So when you sat on it, you were actually leaning in towards him. You were giving him a kind of uh, adoration, at least in his mind. He was able to manipulate your behavior because you, you felt a little uncomfortable. He it actually, he said he did it <laughs> when he got called out on it. He said he did it because, well, I don't want people to sit in my office too much time. I'm too busy. I'm too important. I have to, I have to get people in and out. What a great <laughs> manipulative response. Spin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, orchestration uses the five senses. Okay. What you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you taste, all of, what you feel, the heat in the room, uh, all of those kinds of it's it's dependent upon controlling one or more of the five senses that you are experiencing. And they'll so, make things seem accidental oh, or yeah. serendipitous and Mm -hmm. If it's odd, you need to write it down. Yep, yep. And yep. we should Just, probably talk about leverage. Leverage is a little yep. different because leverage mm -hmm. is they're always using anything and everything they can. Uh, so when they're not using orchestration, they're using leverage. When it's not planned, which is all it often is, they've planned where things are going to be left and be seen and so mm -hmm. forth, as we were saying. But sometimes they just use what's ever available in the moment. And it might be somebody who passes by, a word that was heard, a sound that was heard outside. Boom. They click right into it and use it as leverage. They leverage what they have available to them to use a tactic in real well, time with you. I remember as a kid manipulating um, my, our mother when the back in the day she would be connected to a wall phone and she'd be talking and talking and we would look at her and she'd be in a really good mood mm. so we would purposely ask her for something can we have a popsicle can we can we watch the three stooges <laughs> she hated us to watch it because we always tried to poke each other in the eyes and <laughs> and she would always say yes because we knew if we interrupted her when she was laughing with her friend and she wanted to look good so that was a manipulation that was leverage 
but you know, you might, your, your person who's trying to manipulate, you might wait until you're distracted or in a hurry to get you to commit to something. Yeah. Before we go any further, Rob, I want to remind you to leave that report that we talked about on my desk for tomorrow. So, so moving right along, we're uh, uh, what? So that, what? <laughs> so thanks. I was like, what, what are you talking about? What? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. See, mm-hmm. that yeah. was, no, I mean, you didn't get you me stuck it in there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you this did. What... You did good, but you didn't get me. Yeah. And that's oh, the point. No. We don't want them to get you. Well, I just happened to be in the neighborhood. So I thought I'd stop by and say, Hell, how many times have you heard that one? Just happened to be in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's mm-hmm. another good one, Dennis. Um, they yeah. use a setting where you can't respond, such as making fun of you in front of your boss, your friends, your neighbors, oh, or yeah. even strangers. So mm-hmm. they'll slide something in and they watch you to watch you squirm and mm-hmm. they will get glee from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That certainly goes along with embarrassment and just a lot of other tactics. You see, this is another example of conflation. Well, they, they will, believe me, they are so good at this. They will leverage, there's the word leverage. They will leverage whatever they have in the moment to conflate that moment with some other tactic. And here's the thing. If you think, oh, you, you know, you, you ever had somebody do something, if you've had this experience, you know, your insides will liquefy or you'll start to just shake with rage because mm. you realize that you you can't win. You know, if you react to it, you're going to look like an idiot, that you're embarrassed because they made you look like an idiot in front of other people that you care about their opinion. And so you wait till you're alone with the manipulator and you you think, well, I'm going to let them know what I think and I'm going to let them have it. And so you're Mm -hmm. so angry. Well, guess what? They love that. Mm -hmm. That just gives them more control. So if you're, if you're starting to feel exhausted by all of this, well, it is exhausting. Mm -hmm. This is why generally our advice is to get away always get away. You can manipulate, but sometimes you can't, that's what we're here to help you with. Manipulators can't be cured. <laughs> You're not yeah. going to cure them. And well, so anytime you try, that's going to be used against you as well. And, and I'm so glad we're doing this all on the radio because we, and, 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 and audio, because, uh, the, those new glasses you got, they're so big. So they just don't do anything to your face, but it's on radio so people won't know so see how good he is that's exactly what? how it works it what? just gets slid right in like that oh, you're just being so sensitive you're you're too sensitive you know you're, you're like you know you're like your mom like that she your mom is very sensitive too oh remember that from name calling mm-hmm. that's a There's subtle way one. of name calling mm-hmm. didn't come right out and call me a bitch just said i was just like my mother hmm. <laughs> Same thing. Oh my God. I mean, we laugh about these things because folks, if you can't, if you can't, as you learn it, if you can't learn to laugh at it, but let's put it this way. If you can learn to laugh at it, you will notice how stupid and how ridiculous these things are when the manipulator tries them. But you have got to feel comfortable, confident in the knowledge that you are gaining by going through this journey with us. Then you can laugh at it. Get a practice. Then they look so stupid because you'll 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 bust them every time, and that's that's big part of our message: bust them every time. Don't let them get away with it. They may capitalize on a comment somebody else made to embarrass you in the moment. 
So they springboard off of that. That gives them, again, plausible deniability. Yeah, Robin's glasses aren't that big. Hey, Alex, how do you have to think about Robin's glasses because they're big? No, they, they fit the size of her face. Uh-huh. So now I got a big face, too. Okay. <laughs> good job, Dennis. See what I mean? <laughs> a little too good at this, my friend. Okay. Um, the other example we have is they show up unexpected, unexpectedly somewhere with a contrived excuse. Mm. This little pop-in thing. This is a really... In the neighborhood, yeah. Mm, yeah, in the neighborhood or whatever. What are they doing? Why, why would they do that, Dennis? To make you feel uncomfortable, unsettled. You can't get away. I'll always be yeah. here. Also mm-hmm. to get information. Mm-hmm. Like they're all, they, they run paranoid because they think everybody else is manipulative as they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they run paranoid and they always mm-hmm. think that, that something's going on. So they're trying yeah. to catch something. So if I just stop in unexpectedly, let's see, what can I learn? I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet she's not like that. I'll bet. Mm-hmm. That's the thinking that's going on inside their brain. And catching you off guard makes it manipulation much easier. Oh, yeah. Because they think that you're then not prepared. And so next time I do this, I'll do it at a time when they think it can catch you at a time when you're not prepared. Yeah, I might. You know, I'm thinking about this now, Dennis, but the better you are at acknowledging the tactic in real time mm. is probably going to encourage more of that because the ante will get upped as you become adept at this the game changes and it become they become i mean remember it's all a game to them so mm-hmm. they double down they mm-hmm. usually that unless word, they decide you're not worth it and they walk away but it oh depends. that's even better it depends oh, yeah. on the you, relationship i mean that's you what we like then, boy pat yourself on the back if you get to that because you have become so good at calling them out that they'll just go away they're going to let you they, 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 you're, you're too tough to deal with they're going to want to use your target but if this they idea. really love the game, they they might get in excited by the bigger challenge. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a Listen, bigger win. You know, the idea of real time, we put, we put that in the name of the book. We talk about that all the time. In real time means that we don't want you to be to feel that you have to figure this stuff out after it's happened. And, oh, why did I let them get away with it? No, in real time, don't let them get away with it. Call them out. Identify it. Now, it may... Bring on some anger and some. That's just another tactic. Call it out each time that you see it. And uh, as we talked about, now let's go back. I think it's worth mentioning, uh, Robin, when we talked about bullying. Bullying is a different kind of a thing. It's not only emotional, sometimes it can be very physical. In which case, we want you to simply get away physically, get away. Don't tolerate. Well, that's usually when it's gone to the next level and nothing good comes from that. Nothing else has been working. So they get physical with you getting somebody yeah. to try to in- intimidate you physically. Just get away physically. Call the police, do get a friend, get out of the room, whatever you have to do. That's that's a slightly different one than most of these others that we're talking about. But we want to be clear that in real time, there are things that you can do to protect yourself against any of these tactics. Oh, we should, we need to talk about the surrogate, right? Well, using a surrogate. No. What we mean by surrogate, of course, is that they get sometimes they, they figure out that you have been able to identify it too much. Mm-hmm. And you're too sharp. You're a little bit too quick to get this. This is the tool they're going to use. So they use somebody else. Mm-hmm. They'll talk to somebody else, convince them that, uh, you know, and sometimes the surrogate doesn't have any idea. They're just being polite. They're just being nice, you know. And a person will say to you, you know, 
Robin, I, I've been thinking about those glasses and the shape of the face with the, I, I don't know, I just, right there. How did that person get that idea to talk about your glasses and the shape of your face? The manipulator started that. He or she may say to you or to the surrogate, you know what? I don't want to say anything to her, but you know, those glasses, and she's such a nice person. He always include them. They always make it feel good. They always make it sound like it's something that's going to be good for you. I like her so much, but boy, those glasses, I don't know who gave her that advice. Knowing that you will go there, the surrogate will come to you and say, I don't know, Robin, I don't know about those glasses. Where did that thought come from? Here's a use of a surrogate. I, I mean, uh, typically in junior high school, which it's not really manipulative, but when someone has a crush on you and they really like you and they know that you're out of the, you're out of their league, or they just don't think that they're going to have any headway, they glom onto your friends and they get your friend, win over your friends and then you have your friends do the work on you to say, Oh, you know, um, Johnny is so nice. You know, you, you really should, you really should give him a chance. You should really like him because he's a cool guy and they do the work. And yeah, well, you know what that means. I mean, we all, the guys know what that is. Every guy knows that when you go to the dance, you go to the party, you have to have a wingman. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's what it's called a wingman. What's the wingman do? He'll saddle up to the other person well, and say, you know, let's Tom's talk really about wingmen and wingwomen. Let's yeah. talk about the enablers. And because we have we have some famous manipulators who use surrogates very adeptly. In fact, because they were manipulating on such a grand scale. We've got the mm. Jeffrey Epstein who had Ooh. Maxine Gerlain, yeah. uh, who just went to prison. That's right. We got Bill Cosby. He could have never oh. done what he did without his driver, his mm -hmm. handlers, you know, mm -hmm. people who looked the other way. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got um, Weinstein, right? Oh. His secretary, sure. the gatekeeper. Sure. Uh, she helped him. We have sure. Matt Lauer, all the people who I think the morning show might be based on that. But he, you know, he also used um, orchestration because he had a button under his yes, desk to lock right. the door. That's right. When these interns and assistants came into his office. Did you, did you, you, did you folks know that? That he, his, his use of orchestration was so finessed that he had a button under his desk that when somebody was in the room, he could press the button, the door got locked. Talk about yes. orchestrating the momentum of the moment. Wow. Yes. And, and so these are, you know, the bigger the manipulation, the more surrogates you need. And um, I would say, uh, in my personal opinion, the world according to me, these surrogates are just as guilty or more guilty than the actual manipulator. I don't know if yeah. more, but no, not just really, as Robin. guilty. Absolutely. No. They're complicit. No, sometimes they don't know they're being used as a surrogate, oh, though. Okay. No, the really examples don't. I gave, well, there's those, no yes, question. Yes, there were yes, uh, so many yes, victims. Yes. In targets. those examples, but there are times yes. when a person will be a surrogate, not knowing that they're a surrogate. They think they've, see, they've been true. taken advantage of. I'm talking about the ones who yes, of know. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, there's right. no way that the people in, involved with these people, Cosby, Weinstein, Epstein, and yeah, Lauer, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, yeah. way 
that those people didn't know. No question. You're right. But you, and, you would agree with me, though, that there are surrogates who are not themselves nefarious or nasty or ugly. They actually oh, think they have your best. Uh, yeah. And I best, think over time, I mean, what we just saw right with what's you. her name, Cassidy, and the, the she was a very loyal person to Trump. Cassidy Hutchinson. Until yeah. she wasn't. Yeah. Until she yeah. went, it's one step too far. And that's what I think, that's why some of these things get blown up because yeah. somebody does have a conscience and they start seeing what we've been talking about, which is a mm -hmm. pattern. Mm -hmm. the there pattern. you go. Put it in your notes, folks. Keep that notebook yeah, it, with you. The notebook's huge. And do not put the notebook where your manipulator can oh, find it. Hide it. So I'm hoping yeah. by the time this airs, we have... Uh, our app up and running. We're developing an app for the phone, which will have a journal where you can put notes. Um, and that's our plan. Hopefully that'll happen. But you should always go to our show notes where you can connect with us through community mm -hmm. because we are going to offer yeah. workshops and coaching and other things. Yeah. And you will be able to find us through that. Yeah. That note thing is as important as we say it. We're constantly repeating how important it is. You know, absolutely, Robin, keep it hidden truthfully don't let your manipulator find it or boy you're in big trouble oh, yeah, and not only that i've had i've had clients who have a note you know, system they keep a note somehow somewhere and they put the notes in code so yes. they never use the actual manip manipulator's actual name or the actual place where it happened on in case it gets found by the manipulator it won't make any sense to him or her so, but keeping notes is really a, an important thing for you guys to learn how to do because it will help you identify the patterns as got time goes by. Speaking All of right. time going by. Speaking of time going by. I think uh, it's time for it's, us to talk about that famous, that world famous R&D media moment. Yes. The R&D media moment. This episodes media moment that I chose is a show called Kevin from work. And you know, producer Dave, I don't know what platform that's on, but uh, run the clip and then I'll get back that to it. Audrey. Why? Audrey Piedegorski. She is perfect. <laughs> Everything she does and says and how she smiles and laughs. Of course, she's got this awful boyfriend she's had since college, Brock. I think he might actually be the mean coach from the Karate Kid. Now, Mr. Miyagi, the, the white dude. The white dude. Yeah. yeah. So, as you can hear, it is a comedy and it's very funny. And uh, we just watched the entire season of it. Now, it, there's not actually. Uh, I'm sorry, it's on Hulu, Robin. Oh, it's on Hulu. Yeah. Great. So it it's not actual manipulation. Brock's not a manipulator in this. But I, what I wanted to bring it to your attention for is that Kevin from work is a really nice guy. He's an average guy. He's a humble guy. He's a sincere guy. And he's the kind of guy that is often overlooked by the attractive girl to choose the bad boy, Brock's the bad boy. And he's not a manipulator. He's just a dumb karate guy. You know, he's just a, he's dumb. Isn't a nice word, but you know, he's a simple no, guy. No, I've, I'll got call a him, black, I've got a black belt martial art. Don't he's simple. Dumb. He's simple. He's okay. <laughs> not complex. And anyway, Kevin's very deep guy. And I want you, to, um, I'm recommending this season for you to watch because 
especially whether you're male or female or or not or something else um <laughs> it's really what it's about is seeing the humanity and choosing that person who is genuine and sincere and that you may think of as not exciting or boring because oftentimes with the way manipulators show up is as exciting they're very good at marketing manipulators so they they often will spin the heads of whoever they're trying to attract because they're so charismatic and dynamic and they make it seem like life is always going to be fun. And it's not until you're all the way in too deep in that you realize that that was smoke and mirrors and you're holding a bag of poo poo. Mm -hmm. So Kevin from work, watch that with your eyes wide open and start thinking about who are the Kevins around you? Who are the Kevins in your life? Don't overlook the Kevins. These are the people who are sustainable over time and will give you a life that's much better than hooking your sales with a manipulator. Mm. So that's over time. That's, that's one of the messages that we're giving you today over time. So do take notes, get into the habit of making a notation each time you feel like you've been subjected to some manipulative tactic, jot it down, keep it in a safe place, put it in code if you have to, but make notes, identify the pattern and call them out when you, when you see it, recognize it and recognize that it may be something that you would never, ever expect that somebody would make a big issue out of the, the weather or the condition in the room, that's use of context. They will leverage everything that they can to gain control over you, or even worse, they'll orchestrate it. They'll plan it so that you find something, you see something, you hear something, and they know that that's gonna gain a, a little a bit of control over your emotion. It's just a game, as Robin said, and you are set up to lose. So. Take notes, pay attention, call them out. Don't be afraid to be assertive and protect yourself in real time. Don't wait till later. Do it in real time. All right. So that's the message for today's show. And uh, we'll be talking about our next episode. Next time is, uh, oh, it feels so good until it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to cover love bombing, calculation and planning events and hurt and rescue. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know quite how to say that. It feels so good until it doesn't. <laughs> no, boy, this is, it's a really good episode. And, well, like all of these, it may sound to you like we're having fun with this, but I want to tell you, it's because we know that these things will work for you. You will be able to protect yourself in real time, and you don't have to feel constantly burdened or frightened or afraid. You can do something to help yourself in real time. That's what all of this is about. So we're only making it sound like we're taking light of it because we know how successful it can be and will be for you once you're able to feel comfortable with all of this. And so we'll be talking about how we will get to talk to you more. Look in the show notes. You can contact us if you want a little bit after the episode, if you like. But we'll be here with the next episode talking about it. As Robin said, it feels good until it hurts. And until next time, then, I'm Dr. Dennis Becker saying for Robin Galinsky and I, thanks for listening and bye for now. Thank you for being with us today on today's episode of Outwitting the Manipulator. 
protecting yourself in real time. Robin and Dennis are seasoned communication experts, not medical or therapeutic professionals. The thoughts and opinions expressed are their own. If you, a loved one, or a friend are in an abusive or controlling relationship, you will find additional resources in the show notes for today's episode. Their book, Outwitting the Manipulator, Protecting Yourself in Real Time, is available on Amazon, Audible, and Kindle. We invite you to be with us again next time. Robin and Dennis will discuss ways of outwitting the manipulator, protecting yourself in real time.